Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We are back. I got you singing, Will. I got, I got yeah, you singing. I'm Will singing you now. say hello? <laughs> Do you see that? Every week you say, see? we are back. I know. I might start doing my <laughs> Howard Gospel Choir <laughs> <laughs> licks up in here. You might. You might need a riff, one or two of them. Oh, man. Anyway, 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 anyway. Well, we are back, and uh, we got another fantastic interview. Uh, I'm, I always predict that the interviews are going to be fantastic because unlike a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts, they do their interviews and then they will come back and, you know, like, I guess they do a promo in the beginning. So they've already, they already know what the interview is, but we're mm-hmm. in live time. Live right? time. We are in complete live time. So we have no idea what this guest is going to say to us, but that's okay. <laughs> because I know, I know, I know who she is and I know she's going to be good. But before that, we have a music tip. Yes. It's uh, basically what we will be doing in the future, uh, which is yeah. having um, live coaching guests on our podcast. Yeah. So we dun, will be dun, bringing dun dun dun. We'll be bringing people in who uh, who agree to be on a podcast and and uh, mm-hmm. you know pretty much talk about their concerns, issues, and you know uh, things that they want to work on and develop as as mm-hmm. music in, in the music business, basically. And we're going to be giving them guidance on that. And you can hear all of those conversations live. Well, you know, it won't be live; it'd be on a podcast. But yeah. you know, for us, it's live. It's live for us. And so this is free, you guys. This is free coaching and feedback from, you know, Will has explained he's a music professor, business, been in this game a long time. Then obviously I'm a singer artist and have my own artist coaching. So we're basically opening the doors um, for artists or people who are involved in the music industry who are trying to level up. And we... um well, there'll be a whole process to that. And so in our next podcast, I'm going to explain that. But we wanted to give you a heads up and and understand that without mentoring and without feedback, <laughs> you're not you're not going to develop. You're not going to develop. Do you have to have a private coach? No. But do you need somebody in your tribe that is helping you and teaching you and guiding you and mentoring and pouring into you? Um, I promise you that the, the greatest of the great, that's there's not one of them that are going to tell you that nobody poured into them. Somebody had to, somebody was doing something. Yeah. So, all right, great. Okay. So our guest, our guest, our guest, Um, and it's always fun. So this guest is funny. I was trying to, I was actually thinking this morning, I'm like, how did I first really get to know this guest? And I, I believe but I don't think I knew it was her. So, so there's an artist named Jared Lawson. And those of you who follow um, kind of the whole indie soul, jazz, um, underground, particularly if you live in the UK, so forth, you will be familiar um, with an artist named Jared Lawson, who I'm 
going to one day get on this podcast, dang it. But anyway, he's an amazing <laughs> musician. <laughs> and when he released his album back, I think it was 2014 when he released his album. Um, but I don't think I really caught wind until 2015. And he has some beautiful, I mean, his, his album is crazy, his first album. And there's some beautiful background vocals that he is a part of. But there's also this female voice. And I think that's the first time I heard her voice. But then, you know, that was when I was releasing my music. And so in the UK, the following is like crazy for soul, independent soul and jazz type of music. They're, they're very good. They're very loyal and they're very good at promoting. And so I started hearing her name. I think that's kind of how I first, and then it was, I started putting the dots together. They're like, oh, she does background with Jared Lawson, but she's got her own project coming and it all kind of came together. And then when I heard her own project, um, which I'll have her talk about it, I was just like, whoa, like this this chick and what's so cool about it, I mean her voice is crazy and you know we need to like have a a, a playlist of the artists that we bring mm-hmm. in you know mm-hmm. what well Spotify okay there That's you go an idea there, there you, go. you go um making money pot music podcast Spotify playlist but anyway um her talent is great but what's wonderful also about this artist is she's independent and this is why I really wanted to bring her on because there's a lot of people who listen to our podcast who are trying to do this independent artist thing. And um, we're constantly trying to pour into you and teach you. And it's always good when we can bring an example of someone who is independently doing this and who's generating, you know, success and success comes in many ways. Um, So I'm without further ado, Welcome to Hera Memory. Hello, to Hera. Hey. <laughs> Did I hear you singing? How are now? you? I think I heard Will singing earlier. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't need any competition on this interview, you know. Oh Lord, have mercy. I'm just saying. There's I will. No I, you know what? On don't sleep. Side. Do not sleep on Will. Don't. <laughs> He's a man. man of many talents, but today, no, we're we're gonna we're gonna let Will we're gonna wait and we're gonna let the focus be on on you, Tahira. And so, thank you for coming on oh, the on me. the show. Absolutely, and it's really great timing. We were trying to we've been Instagramming each other back and forth, trying to figure out the best time. She's a busy, busy, busy woman, and so I'm glad that we were able to sneak her in because she's about to be touring and all kinds of stuff, which we'll get in in a moment. But for those people out here who are listening and are like, who is, who is she? Who is she? I would love for you to share kind of who you are. Like, how would you describe yourself as an artist and what got you here? What's your background in getting to be where you are? Oh man. Okay. Uh, that's, Mm -hmm. that is loaded. Um, (laughs) okay. So I'm from Portland, Oregon and I grew up here. Um, my family was very normal. Um, you know, (laughs) the, the normal broken home situation, the normal, like father was a musician, mom was a nurse. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. I have three siblings and, uh, my goals were to either become a teacher or a psychologist and, I wanted to go to school and I played sports year round. And so that's what I did. I went to college and I played basketball and, um, it wasn't until I was in my twenties that I started seeing, 
uh, indicators that I was perhaps on the wrong path. And it wasn't negative (laughs) stuff. It was just like Mm. gigs were falling in my lap or people would be like, I need a singer for this production. Or do you want to sing a couple of lines here for this charity thing? Or, um, you know, Mm. we need someone to fill in for this. And I was like, what is going on? Um, Because I was waitressing. I had three degrees. I had done well in school. I had lived in New York for four years. I had lived in LA for a year. I had a good group of friends and mm-hmm. um, I had a daughter and I was living a normal life. And I, and I had waitressed for almost 13 years before mm-hmm. I pulled the trigger. And then I was like, I need to pursue music. Um, so it was a little later, like I'm, I'll be 40 mm-hmm. in a couple months. And I, I was, this was maybe seven years ago. So, Mm. um, I am your run of the mill average woman. You would see, you know, (laughs) working at the, the, you know, the department store or, um, gas station or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I was working in Olive Garden and, uh, I just started following cues to my better self and my better life. And I think, Um, You know, I know you asked kind of who I am and whatnot, but I think that is probably the driving core of who I am is that um, I'm constantly working on being self-aware so that when things pop up in my world, I look at their reason and their season Mm. and apply them because I think that might be the downfall of most people trying to pursue whatever their field of happiness is or their purpose is. Mm I don't know who I sound like. I think I just started being really honest all the time. And I think that that kind of shaped my sound and like what I write about. But I have a couple records out. My first one I released in 2015. Um, and also, yeah, we I think we met actually in the UK. We were doing shows in um, mm-hmm. the south of the UK uh, mm-hmm. at a festival. And I was backing Jared mm-hmm. Lawson. Um, I'm not actually on his record, though. Those female voices you hear are him. And there is one... That's really... Yeah, are you one, sure? Yeah, one song, Needed, is... Um, I was going to say, oh, you're on Needed. I was just about to say, no, I know you're on... You're not on Needed? That's not you? <gasps> no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was in a choir or something, and he used her, her backgrounds for that song. I didn't know him then when he recorded his record. I only knew him. Are you serious? No. Okay, yeah. so why? Okay, I have to interrupt because, no, no, seriously, because me and my sister are like, and Tahira on the background of Needed, like, she sounds so good, and la, la, la. See, this is why we need interviews, yeah. so we hear the truth. It's yeah. all good. I mean, okay. I don't think he credited her on the record on the on the liner notes, so I don't think you would know. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they just did that in their home studio, and you know he was recording that for maybe like ten years, I and mean, it was a long process. So wow. I don't know when they did wow. that, but I met him kind of in the mixing process of that album. So um, okay. Okay. yeah. So I have a couple albums out and he co-produced that first one of mine. And then I just released my second one on April 5th, Asha. And that's my middle name. I know. I'm so happy. And I produced that one myself. So it's just a little bit of a different um, approach to the music just in general and the sound in general and things that I really, as I saw the process unfold over the last three years, I was very sure about my intention on how I wanted to go about things. So I don't know. I mean, (laughs) that's, in a nutshell, kind of, you know, I've been bumping along. 
You, yeah. <laughs> well, you sounds have, like more than a, bumping. I was about to say, <laughs> like here, there's just a little bit more, a little, little bit more than bumping, a little bit more. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. And, you know, we, I, Will and I are going to have a ton of different questions. I'm going to let Will start off. Cause you know okay. now because I'm, she told me she wasn't even on the album. Yeah, I got thirty so more had, questions she, she, yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, you know so, how you okay. Go, so, go ahead, Will. Go ahead. Well, for for me, uh, after because I because I, I went through the web, your website and I was just trying to uh, think of what I would ask you. And one thing that really jumped out at me um, is your your sort of it's like almost a manifesto um, mm-hmm. and your self manager section of the website and mm. uh and it ends you know with be your own boss no fear uh yeah. I, I want you to sort of unpack <laughs> that that uh deep paragraph that you wrote on that on on the website about um, you know your your business you're, you're con- controlling and conducting your own business and it's on your own terms and uh what well, what yeah. i guess set that philosophy up for you like what what events in your life and also, mm-hmm. you know, what, why did that uh, come, come well, how did you come to that point? Well, listen, I, you know, I worked for other people for a very long time. I was on a team. I played basketball for 20 years. I was, you know, answering gotcha. to somebody. And then I think, you know, when I ventured into this, my daughter was, you know, six or seven, uh, you know, again, answering to somebody even though I'm taking care of her, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. as people, I think we're typically responsible for our atmosphere. Right. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a great thing, but I think we look at it like a burden rather than a responsibility a lot of the time. And so, mm-hmm. um, for me, I watched, I was lucky enough to watch someone else going through this process and not to bring Jared up again, but I got to witness, mm-hmm. Um, how he went through his album release for a year prior to mine. And I made a lot of mistakes with my first album still, but I also recognized where his relationships were weak and I recognized where his relationships were strong and the people that were looking Mm -hmm. after him. Um, And I think that I just made a quick, abrupt decision that, um, you know, my skill set, again, was in um, self-awareness and and taking care of others. And so why not add myself to that list? Like I would rather Mm -hmm. be the person that I come to in a failure and, um, uh, figure out how to amend it rather than placing blame on someone else for doing something that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not happy with or, um, and also, you know, it's the best way to learn things. It's, it's interesting, mm-hmm. you know, in school we have teachers and whatnot, but you know, a lot, some people learn best by self exploration and, 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 um, you know, having the task delegated to them to do in the best way they know how. And, and that is me. Like, I'm not good mm-hmm. in a lecture with directions on how to, uh, put my project together and step by step, like, Mm -hmm. forget it. I'm going to figure out a different (laughs) way, you know, (laughs) I'm going to do it differently. So, uh, I, I, I move kind of unconventionally. I think that's the single mother in me. And I also Mm. move in a way that, uh, where I'm not afraid to fall and fail. And I, and I feel like if I have people around me that want to manage and take care of me, they have to have that philosophy about life. Like we're going to crash, bang, burn, full steam ahead with this thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and that can't be something that, that can't be something that, um, 
I give to somebody else to do and fail and feel bad. And then I got to come behind and clean up messes anyway. I, you know, yeah. who knows you better than you, right? <laughs> I know me best. So, right, you right. know, and now I'm, I think I'm at the point where I would love to have an agent. I would love to have a manager and be able to do the delegation of responsibility because now I know what I want very, very mm. clearly, you know, like I could mm-hmm. give great instruction about how to have uh, myself taken care of. And, and there are people that know more than me, which I'm, I'm not afraid to admit either. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad, like from the Ruta to the Tuda, I took all of the lessons <laughs> and I learned them so that I could be like, no, that's going to be bad. No, that's going to be all right. I'm going to be comfortable there. Um, and even in the music production, mm-hmm. the same thing, you know, people are like, why don't you hire a producer to put together your stuff and save you the trouble? And, and I'm like, no, nah, I feel mm-hmm. like... I wrote the horn lines on my, on my record. I wrote all the backgrounds mm-hmm. on my record. Like I want to be able to listen back to the music and, and hear that, that I was having that conversation authentically, mm-hmm. fully 100% from my end without um, the help of others, because that's the, that's the best way to, to like express my artistry. And if that fails, then I can, you know, make adjustments from there. But again, like you said, there's all kinds of success and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this process has been taking care of myself in the process has been really exhausting, but it's been really rewarding. Mm, yeah. Awesome. yeah. 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 There's a lot. You, you just, you unpack that very well. And there's, there's so, there's much, so yeah. much in what you just, there's so much. Cause I, I mean, obviously I relate to a lot of that and I, I can't, cause I was late in coming into this as well. Um, doing it, you know, professionally and so forth. Um, one of the things, or there's a lot, of, I, I got a lot that I want to be able to ask, but one thing that I want to hone in on, and I hope listeners really pick up on how you had said you wanted to be before a teacher and a psychologist or a psychologist and self-awareness. And, you know, clearly then those are three, those are, those are very important, you know, education, self-awareness, yeah. understanding behavior. Those are all things that seem to, you know, are kind of part of your natural wheelhouse or like part of who you are, um, which therefore allows you to kind of do this independently in a way because you're actually following who you are. Yes. And I, I think it's, it's really important for artists to understand that, you know, I'll get people who will say, well, what do I need or what do I, whatever. And I'm like, the self-awareness is probably the first thing Right. <laughs> you got to figure out what is, what is your stuff? Like, what right. is your go? What is your not go? But for you, when you said you were waitressing and you know, the basketball and I, you know what? I didn't realize you played ball. I knew I, I figured, I think I was thinking maybe track or I knew some kind of athletic. Yeah, background I did that too. From what <laughs> 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 but I didn't realize ball was a part of your life. But, um, and we had, we had Zoe last week who was a baseball athlete. Oh yeah. And right, he, right. he too does everything completely independently like a a lot of what you just said he does everything um and he was saying how much that being an athlete translated to his ability to do what he yes as a musician you're you're yet another um example of that but for you what was the trigger that made you say like what was the was i mean was there a moment or a thing that was like okay i i'm done with the waitressing i'm done with this you know, that said, okay, it's time, just the music, because this is a very common question that I get is how do you know when <laughs> yeah. it's time to make that leap? Um, yeah, I get asked this a lot, actually, like, what were you thinking? 
<laughs> like you like you mean you stopped your income you know I, I think i think for me it was like i was no longer personally growing so you know when you get mm-hmm. up every day and you feel like your routine is set which routines are beautiful and i'm i subscribe to them and i think they're beneficial but when you get up every day and your routine is set and you and you go to sleep every night and and you know everyone lays their head on their pillow at night and has reflection and it's you know where you failed mm-hmm. in the day or you know what you have to do tomorrow or whatever the case may be and if you're not if if you can ask yourself at the end of the day like what did i accomplish and where is it taking me and like your answers are null and void you know what i'm saying um <laughs> then it's time to jump ship so like for me, it was, I can do a lot of jobs. And I knew that I was like, I, you know, I can talk to people. I can figure out something. I can work in an office. I can work at a store. I can waitress, I, you know, I could get into the doctoral field if I wanted to based on my degrees, but it was more about like, I was taking care of my kid and she was my purpose. But what happens when she's mm-hmm. 18? You know what I mean? And like she was hitting mm-hmm. seven and she was having her own personality mm-hmm. and hanging out with her friends and all this kind of thing. And I'm like, what, what am I doing for my, like, where am I, what am I doing for myself? So I was singing on the weekends mm-hmm. and it was fun and fulfilling. Um, but there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of prep involved. It wasn't super challenging. And I was waitressing mm-hmm. every day and I would go into work, Kenya, and people would say to me, mm-hmm. my, my bosses would say to me, <laughs> what are you still doing here? You're too good for this place. Get out of here. You know, I mean, I was making yeah. more money than everybody. I was hustling. I had regular customers wow. that have been coming in for like 10 years to just see me making my daughter sweaters and stuff, you wow. know? Wow. And so I was like, yo, I got to get out wow. of here. And so um, one day I went and got my nose pierced and I... It was in January, and I remember thinking, I can't work with a nose piercing. And the dude was like, well, you can't take it out for the next, you know, couple months at least. Mm. Otherwise, it'll close. And it was like mm-hmm. I had I had subconsciously set myself up to like fail mm-hmm. in this job. So <laughs> so I yeah. called my yeah. I went to work with it in, and my boss was like, you can't you can't be here with a nose ring in. And I was like, all right, well I'll go home. So I went home. Right. And then and then the next day I was supposed to come in and I called and I said, um, hey, I like I'm not removing my my nose ring, you know, mm-hmm. after a couple months, maybe. But like I, I need to be able to come to work. And she like was mm-hmm. quiet on the phone and she was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to help you. Like I, you can't. Wow. You can't come in here with that. And I was like. Cindy. <laughs> like Cindy, I got, I got work. I got a daughter to provide for. She was like, you're making choices right now. You know, like you have to, you have to live and die by him kind of thing. And I was like, I could just tell she was like nudging me, like daring me not mm-hmm. to come back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, and so mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well then I quit. And mm-hmm. I just never went back again. And mm-hmm. From then on, it was like I had I had enough relationships in the bank, and I knew that in my gut. But it was just a fear based mm-hmm. thing, you know. Uh, Will Smith does a really good, not you, Will Smith, but the other Will Smith. Yeah, the Will Smith. I don't. <laughs> Trust me, yeah, I don't. Does, <laughs> he, that other guy. He does a really good video about jumping, and I think you just yeah. know when you know. I think a lot of musicians make the mistake, and I don't know everything about this, but but again, like you were saying, know your skill set. And if you're not somebody who's good in business and you're not somebody who's very self-aware, do not jump yet. You, you, you have to, those yeah. are things you have to hone. I mean, you could be a great singer, a great producer and make a hundred beats a day, but 
it's about aligning yourself with what the universe wants for you, God, whoever, whatever you believe in. And um, for me at that time, it was like, I can't keep going in and soul killing myself, you know, doing something that, that mm-hmm. doesn't belong to me. So um, mm-hmm. it was less about me just being like, I don't want a waitress anymore. And more about the fact yeah. that I had been being asked to do things musically and turning them down because of my schedule or um, mm-hmm. because I was afraid of them or, or what have you. So when I quit, gigs started coming in like crazy. And it wasn't even something I announced. Mm-hmm. It was just like the world opened up to me in a way mm-hmm. um, that I was able to do mm-hmm. it. And I took a, I took a party band job. That's what I took. And it was providing me with enough money to pay my mortgage every year. And mm-hmm. then I took side jobs on the side and I was able to create music. And that was how I was serendipitously connected to Jared eventually. And we started making music mm-hmm. together. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it was like a little catapult. I don't yeah. recommend anyone go out and just quit their job. You know, um, I took, a, <laughs> I took a huge risk, but, um, I also knew yeah. that if I needed to waitress again, I would just get another job. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, well, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, one, one question that I always ask, uh, our guests, since it's, this is, this is our making money, money in the music business podcast. We want to let listeners know how everybody is running their business and mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about um, what processes do you have in place and what uh, what apps or anything that you're using. But I know we we talked before the show about your uh, computer, uh, your love of computers. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so I want to know what uh, what do you use, whether it's on your phone what you know whatever you're using basically to to organize your business and to uh to you know get keep things rolling and and growing well um you know again trial and error i i don't have apps on my phone for my business aside from i have a calendar that i run very that every day i update my calendar every day so i never miss a meeting i'm never late to something i never miss a call because again the relationships are primary if you like if you, I wasn't around right now and I was at the grocery store when, when you guys wanted to do this interview, shame on me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. uh, that reflects poorly on you. And then, and I've made some bad relationship decisions for sure with venues, with, you know, along the way, just wanting to be me and, you know, whether I think they're wrong or right, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I've got my calendar going. I, um, communicate mm-hmm. with mentors regularly. Um, I set up at least. Ta-da. See, we we didn't even plan that. We sent that as our music <laughs> tip. And, ta-da. All right, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I I, uh, I have a couple of mentors that um, one one is in, in a, the same field musically, but does not do the same thing as me, and is uh, far better off financially than me, far smarter than me in terms of the business, <laughs> and has been through far more than me. So those are the three things that I would always tell somebody to look for in a mentor, not somebody that will tell you what you want to hear, but like someone who's been through more, someone who is financially better off and someone who knows more. And, and so I have a mentor in the music that, that is that and a friend to me and has been for 20 plus years that I can call for coffee at any time. And he will drop everything to meet me. Um, I, I have, uh, another mentor that I see a little less frequently that is not in my field, but is in uh, the field of inspiring people to do their best soul work. And he travels all over the world, speaks about seven languages, mm-hmm. makes great money, um, had a lot of trials and tribulations as a father as well. 
And so I'm able to meet with him also. And he typically shows up uh, gift in hand, very enthusiastic to see what I'm doing, has resources for, you know, book publishing and travel and, um, you know, ways in which I can unfold myself. It's, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I have my mentors. I've got my calendar. I would say those two things for me have been clutch. I do my own taxes. I probably should stop doing that at this point. It's extremely time consuming. I wouldn't recommend anyone do that. (laughs) Um, I'm probably going to take that off my shelf uh, because I don't want to, I might get audited too. And who knows what I've been doing wrong. Um, (laughs) uh, And then I keep, um, uh, so I've, I've been doing in the, in the post production of my record, I've been doing all of my mailing, uh, shipping my merchandise. Uh, you know, I, I've just been trying to stay innovative. I, you know, I'm somebody who works a lot for my headspace. So I've constantly got lists going, I've constantly got to do lists and, and things like that. And, uh, and I ask mm-hmm. for help, you know, I, I ask mm-hmm. for help from people that cannot sing a lick. Um, and, you know, yeah. I, I guess that ties back into the mentorship, but I mean, honestly, if you've got a mentor and that doesn't mean a workhorse, doesn't mean somebody's going to do it for you, but if you got somebody that can lead you to the water and then you can get it done, uh, I would count mm-hmm. myself extremely lucky. I have two records out that, you know, several thousand people have heard. I, I never, ever thought that was going to happen. So, <laughs> right, right. Let me add some. Ask, oh, no, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Real quick, the the, uh, the your to do list. Do you have an app that you use, or you just actually just write it down on a piece of paper? Uh, I don't. I don't write it on a piece of paper because I will lo- lose that piece of paper. <laughs> I put it in my <laughs> notes and I send everything to the cloud. So I have constant notes. Going. Gotcha. I have notes, specific notes for each subject matter. So like a merchandise note, I'll keep. I keep my budget. Um, I I I take inventory of money coming in, money coming out. I, I have all of that. And so I siphon money to several different places. So I never, ever am spending from one account only and, and gotcha, running out gotcha. of, you know, I, it's, it's a system that works for me. I don't know about everyone else. And there are things that I still need to set up in terms of investments. And um, I was just talking to somebody about getting my, which is shamefully, I don't have my will in place, but um, cause I have assets and you know, anything could happen to anybody, but all of that's part of the business too. And having peace of mind. So it's so much more than the that. creative process. Oh yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I would, oh I would my listen God. to that. Yeah. 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 We need to do one. Do yeah. one. I'm sorry. I missed what you said on, well, on, we need to, we need, need to do a podcast on basically setting up your, 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 the whole life insurance Afterlife. piece, your will yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah. so, people have families and everything. So I actually, and I was that was kind of on my uh, list of pitching for the podcast is some financial advisors and and planners mm. who really help you set up your you know, especially as musicians, you're working for yourself, you're entrepreneurs, you know, and like you were just saying, you got to have that stuff set up. You never know what could happen and right. all of that stuff. So yeah, no, that's. That's in that's in my book, Will. That's in All my right. pitching book. I'm the one that does most of the pitching. So if anybody's wondering, <laughs> and thank you. Uh, you're welcome. No problem. But um, no, that's fantastic. And you know, and and you 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 kept you keep it basic. I always oh, try yeah. to tell people. I mean, basic meaning like I don't have to have you know, all of these different, you know, tools or things you, you, again, that's back to that self-reflection and what, 
what are you going to actually use right. and, you know, what's going to actually help you. So, um, and then obviously the mentoring piece, you know, I'm really big about that. And I agree. You, you got to have people who are better <laughs> than yeah. you. I don't say better than you, but that just have, have lived life, you know, in, in a, in a different way than you and, and are going, have done either the path you're trying to get to, um, or they just have more experience to be able, you know, to show you another perspective. And that's just so, so important. So Um, important. uh, Yeah. I would just, Um, my question, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I would just add one more thing to that. I was going to say in terms of the artistry, um, you know, it took a minute for me to figure out my lane in the business. And I, and I, and I say that because I use my brother as an example. He's, he was a basketball player and what he wanted to do was go to the NBA. And I think a lot of musicians want to just make records, make money, you know, whatever it is, be on the voice, mm-hmm. be, you know, a star. Mm-hmm. And it took me a second to like, go, am I a coach or am I a player or am I a bench mm-hmm. rider or am I part of a band? Am mm-hmm. I a background singer? What am I? And, mm-hmm. um, and I think like, aside from all of the instruction of, on how to get to X, like you have to figure out what X is. And so, mm-hmm. um, there are people probably that want to be a lead singer of a band and you should be, and that's great and that's fine. But if, if you're talking about reaching your, whatever your personal ultimate level of success is, it may not be in that realm. And, and, uh, I I think like, again, self-awareness, being real with yourself about what it is that your role is. Am I a wedding band singer? Am I somebody who should just produce music for other Mm -hmm. people? Am I a songwriter and should not be singing, you know, and being honest Mm -hmm. about that and not just being like, I want to do this so bad. I'm going to do it to my detriment, you know, and, and not Mm -hmm. make money and not support myself and not have friendships and, you know, not have a family and all of that. (laughs) Cause I know people that are still making music since high school that I know, that haven't done a thing with it feeds their soul and all, mm. but they're living at their mom's house. You know, it's like, yeah, you have to decide what your success looks like and decide where you fit in. Because, um, you know, I was saying with my brother, you know, he wanted to go to the NBA, but he realized he's, he's a better coach than he was a player ever. And, and that doesn't, it's not a knock to his playing. He was a great player, but mm-hmm. you know, now he's coaching NBA players. And so it's like, you have to, you have mm. to think about what you're, your role is supposed to be, and then it's way easier to get there. You know, instead of climbing the mountain from the backside, like get on the trail, you know, (laughs) it it just makes so much sense. So, yes, completely, completely. And so, yeah, I don't know, a theme that I'm just hearing a recurrent theme in this interview is, you know, that kind of, you know, the awareness piece. Yeah. So important. So, so important. We're running out of our time. I, I know. I have one more. I we, we we all could. That's why we got to do yep. part twos and threes, which are it's coming up. But anyway, you might be asked to come back. Do not be surprised. Love it. Um, <laughs> but I one last thing that I want to you know, and it kind of feeds into what you just said. One thing about Tahira's music, um, it is in its own space, particularly today. While it has elements of you know soul and elements of you know i would say more progressive kind of um jazz elements um it's still it's 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 melodic but yet lyrically my goodness your songwriting is i uh, Mm. i just love when people are good songwriters when they tell the story and they can give a full arc that just i love that but really really strong and today's music industry is a little tricky and and i i know a lot not not a little a lot tricky and a lot of artists struggle with finding their 
their lane. For you, just to end this out, you know, how are you feeling about the industry? And do you feel like you fit into a specific genre or do you not? Is that impacting how you're creating no. Okay. So I don't feel like I fit, <laughs> I don't feel like I fit in a specific genre. People ask me who I think I sound like. I have no idea. And, um, it's still hard for me to listen completely objectively to my music, you know, cause it's mine. But, uh, I will say that I actually try, like I intentionally, uh, make music, um, from the space of, I don't care who's going to hear it. So, I know, I know people like, Mm -hmm. and I think that, I think maybe my first record, I didn't do that as much. I thought what will sound cool or like what, what, you know, Mm -hmm. what should, how should this song evolve? And I I think the difference in this record for me being the producer of it, I was very, very clear about wanting to make choices that I liked and that Mm -hmm. I wanted to last forever and live on forever on wax versus appeasing an audience. So yes, I think Mm -hmm. that changed my freedom. It just changed my voice completely. It changed my ability to like come clean. And I think that will continue to evolve because of course everyone cares what people think, but Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, what if this goes nowhere and I'm the only one that gets to listen to it? Like, I don't want to be listening to trash. (laughs) I don't want to be listening to stuff, you know, (laughs) that I made, that I made for other people. So I was like, I'm going to just do what I want to do. And so that's what I did. I, you know, I'm proud and it, of it has paid off. That's that that authenticity. Just it's it's especially is in today's music where that I don't think at all yeah. <laughs> exists for a lot of people. Mm. And so the honesty is timeless. Honesty is timeless. Authenticity well, is timeless. It's not going to have yeah. It's not going to have a this weird shelf life. So. Definitely, you guys will have links for um, how you guys can listen to Tahira's music. Um, Tahira, if you could just share your social media. And she is a beast on social media, too. Meaning, <laughs> when I say a beast, meaning you're very authentic. You're very you. Aww. But it's also very um, engaging in a way that, you know, people, they want to know more. They want to listen. And so, and I think as artists, you know, that's it's a fine line of doing that. It can be very hard. And you do it. I think you do it really, really well. Um, so if you can just share your social media handles, um, and then if you have, I know you've got some big shows, but just real quickly in like less than 30 seconds, the shows. Yeah. So I got <laughs> Instagram, got on Instagram, I'm to hear a memory on Facebook. I'm to hear a memory of a fan page and a personal page on, uh, Twitter, miss memory. And I have shows in the UK, um, at pizza express. I have a five show run in the UK in June and I have a show in Luton, mm. which is like my favorite, favorite venue. It's a little tiny club. Um, usually family I call from the UK come. Mm-hmm. And that's also in June. I have a show in Belgium in June and then I'll be coming back and I'm hoping I can get on with some big time agent that will hook me up for a mega tour in the fall. Praying for that. Yeah. CD release in Portland yes. on May 3rd, CD release in Seattle on June 8th. So I'm just plugging Yay. away. Wow. Awesome. Praying on yeah. it. Yeah. And she did that all herself, guys. All those bookings was hers. So <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Make sure you go listen, listen, you are not, you're going to, you're going to fall in love. She's a, it's, 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 it's on repeat. I have both projects. Um, I'm always really, really excited to see other singers do follow their dreams and, and make it happen. So congratulations yep. to you. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you Will. yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
All right, William. I won't get cut off. Yep, yep. That's it for this this week. So we'll be back next week. And uh, again, thank you all for continuing to listen to the podcast. You know, add comments, uh, send us any messages, and uh, like us and subscribe. And thank you again. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, take care. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creating or DRW Smith at making money in the music biz If you would like to schedule a consultation session with creating crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creating If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.